Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. So today we are going to talk about a question that has come in repeatedly. And from some people, it's a genuine question. Like they really don't understand how it happens. For other people, it's a deflection. It's a way of protecting a group that they want protected. The thing is, talking about it directly in the beginning is hard because people have instinctive reactions to certain things. So rather than talk about it directly at first, we're going to talk about something else where the exact same thing happens all the time and nobody questions it. Nobody sits there and says, hey, that's weird, because it's still more prevalent than the other. It's more, it is still more accepted. I don't know if prevalence is the right word. But we're going to start by talking about the patriarchy. What is a patriarchy? A male-dominated society, let's keep it simple for right now. Okay. The U.S. was literally founded as a patriarchy. Um, but today, you will find conservative women who support it. Nobody really questions it. But it's incredibly common to find women who will say, no, 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 the man is supposed to take care of that and do that stuff out there. I'm supposed to stay at home. You have conservative political commentators who are women say things like, I don't know if we ever should have done the 19th Amendment. Actively going against their own interests. Right? You had some say, there's no way that Hillary Clinton should be president because, you know, a few days each month, she's just going to be emotional and uncontrollable. Right? It's not uncommon. When you were talking about that ideology, that movement, that system of oppression, it is incredibly common to find people who are the victim of that system, the most pronounced victims of that system, in agreement with it. They may not call it patriarchy. They'll call it tradition. Or something like that, because conservatives are afraid of change. And it's the status quo. It's the social order that they grew up with. And they've just accepted it. They've brought it inside of them, and they've said, yep, this is the way it's supposed to be. And they'll defend it. Totally normal, right? Like, this isn't surprising. We've seen this enough to realize it occurs. Okay, so now on to the questions that have actually come in. And they deal with people who have darker skin tones supporting fashy groups to the extent of having flags or tattoos. They can't really be supremacists. They're the wrong color. It would be bad for them. That kind of supremacy is a system, system of oppression, just like the patriarchy, right? Just like the patriarchy, you find people who will be victims of that system of oppression in support of it because it's the status quo.
It's the way it's been. It's not really hard to, to see the analogy here. Um, the other thing to kind of remember here is that it's not about the, the system itself isn't about the system. The system is a means to an end. Power. Authority. Authoritarianism, right? Being on the in-group of that might seem better than being on the out-group. If you were to ask people who track fasci movements in the United States at like the, the street level, the ground level, and you were to ask them, who are the first names in fash right now? What names would you get? Enrique Tario might be one, right? That might be one that they say. The other, I don't know, maybe Nick Fuentes? It's not hard if you're not trying to deflect or you just open up your mind to the idea that sometimes people do things against their own interests. The other thing to remember is that white in the context of the United States, it, it's made up. It doesn't mean what people think it means. Um, it changes over time. Look at me. Okay? I'm super white, right? <laughs> I mean, like I'm the stereotypical white dude. But there was a point in time when I wouldn't have been the right kind. No Irish need apply. Because it's fluid. There was a time when Italians occupied this really weird middle ground in the south between white and black. But eventually... They were accepted as white. Why'd that happen? Because bigots needed more numbers. The whole idea is to elevate a group of people to the top. So you need to make sure you have the numbers to make that happen. What were all the bigots talking about, what, two years ago? Birth rates, right? What might be happening right now? Is it possible that people who originate south of our border are going to start being included in the American definition of white? And it'll be quickly rationalized. Well, you know, their ancestors were from Spain. They're European. It's going to be that easy. And it'll give them the numbers to maintain the system. Now, it's also worth noting, and I will have a video down below that goes into this in pretty quick but pretty thorough detail, talking about different systems south of our border and how there was a racial hierarchy. Um, really interesting stuff. It might be worth looking into if this is something you're interested in, if you have questions about it. Um, 
just remember that when it comes to systems of oppression, the goal isn't actually to keep a certain group of people down. That, that's not the end. That's the means for the people who want control and power to get it. They just have to convince the group that they trick into believing they're part of the in-group to kick down. And then they can stay up top doing whatever they want. It's the root of authoritarianism. The fact that you have people who are not white supporting groups like this, it shouldn't be a surprise. It's not some historical anomaly. It occurs, and it occurs in other systems as well. All the time. So often that when it occurs, you don't think of them as being people who uphold the patriarchy. Well, they're just old-fashioned. Anyway, it's just a thought. Y'all have a good day.